Jermaine the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast the Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, USA! Hey, fam! It's Friday! All right, I can tell you haven't talked much this morning yet. No, not at all. I just, you know what? I got in the car this morning, and I just really just put on uh, Nori's uh, interview with Kanye West. I was listening to Summer Walker. Yeah, I I listened to that on the way in this morning. Usually I listen into the news and see what's going on in the news while I slept or what happened yesterday, but... On the way in this morning, I listened to Kanye West and uh, Nori and DJ EFN. Mm-hmm. So two, I think it's over two hours. I, of course, my ride is only about a 35 minute ride. It's only caught 35, 40 Mine is minutes 15 of it. Minutes for yeah, now. only caught 35, 40 minutes of it. So can't wait to hear the rest of it later on today. Did you hear the whole thing or no? No, I just said I was listening to Summer Walker. I don't know if you heard it last night. No, actually, I opened my coffee shop yesterday. I had a long day. Finally, it's open. Finally, but we didn't we didn't open until like maybe like three thirty in the afternoon just to get it you know going. So this morning, uh, we're gonna open at eight, and then when we're fully open, it'll be at um, six a.m. No, I think it's gonna be six thirty. Six thirty a.m. Maybe okay. maybe seven. We'll see. But um, yeah. So you know everything is is can change just because you have to open something and then that's when you see like okay let's adjust this let's see how people respond to this let's see what happens so yes we are now uh first doing these shorter hours from eight to two and then we'll expand into full hours well congratulations to you thank you all right and uh, i can't wait to next week i announce all the uh, celebrity calls i have for my car show in miami I was reaching out to everybody yesterday, and everybody was super-duper excited. Uh, gave me the okay, told me they want to bring numerous cars. So if you could think of some of the biggest names in Miami, and some of the biggest names in just hip-hop that's giving me their cars for this car show in Miami, I can't wait to announce it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you haven't been to my celebrity car show, my Drive Your Dreams car show, get your tickets now for Miami, okay? Please. You should ask Bitcoin Rodney. He has a whole fleet of cars in Miami. Oh, yeah? So maybe mm-hmm. I'll ask Bitcoin Rodney as well. He bought a Lamborghini with Bitcoin. Yeah, I see but a uh, Huracan. So shout out to uh, Bitcoin Rodney. Maybe I reach out to him as well. But I got a, so, many, so many cars. It's going to be so, it's, it's probably going to be one of the, the biggest ones as far as cars are concerned. So I can't wait for you guys to head on out to Florida. That's 12-12 December. We got toys for kids, uh, amusement rides, carnival games, celebrity cars, regular cars. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I can't wait to see you guys. Now, today on the show, we have Ricky Velez. He's a comedian. He's uh, from Queens, New York. He has a special on HBO. We're going to kick it with him in, in a little bit. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, we'll talk about New York City Mayor-elect Eric Adams. Since we just were talking about Bitcoin, he is planning to take his first three paychecks in Bitcoin. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now on Monday Night Football, the Colts beat the Jets last night 45-30. to 30. All right, what else we got, Easy? Well, since we're talking about Bitcoin earlier, and I had uh, did this story too, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez has secured a second term this week, and he said he will accept 100% of his salary in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So what they're really trying to do is make Miami the hub 
uh, for cryptocurrency. And New York City Mayor-elect Eric Adams also says he's going to take his first three paychecks in Bitcoin. He said, in New York, we always go big. So I'm going to take my first three paychecks in Bitcoin when I become mayor. New York City is going to be the center of the cryptocurrency industry and other fast-growing innovative industries. Just wait. Well, congratulations to them. Salute to those. How is he going to take it in Bitcoin? Doesn't that mean that the state would have to pay him in Bitcoin? So does the state have Bitcoin? I mean, I guess anybody can get Bitcoin. Right? That, you but how does that work in the taxes? Can go up. Yeah, how does the state pay him? In, uh, yeah, yeah, how does he pay that back at the great. end of the year in taxes? I would think it would be according to the value of it. Because I think the state would have to have and own Bitcoin or buy Bitcoin to pay him in Bitcoin, correct? Yeah, but I'm not... Listen, I don't know enough to tell you how this works, but I know that cryptocurrency is clearly something that's not going anywhere. I've had a million different people try to explain to me Bitcoin, and I don't understand Bitcoin. It's the only thing I would say. If you want to invest in it, make, it a, small, make a small investment mm-hmm. and just well, see what happens. It just depends on how savvy you are. Some people, you know, do a lot more research and know more about it, but don't invest in anything that you can't afford to lose because yeah. sometimes things don't work out. My financial advisor said, you know, just like anything else, you make a small investment, you know, and see what happens. If it works, great. That's if not, it. hey. All right, now with a jury now in place, we talked about this yesterday for Ahmad Arbery's uh, murder, with which will decide whether Gregory McMichael, his son Travis McMichael, and their neighbor William Roddy Bryan Jr. are guilty of malice and felony murder in connection with Ahmad Arbery's shooting. There's 11 white jurors and one black, and people are outraged about this. I cannot understand this intentional discrimination. Even the judge is saying it was intentional discrimination in this jury selection, yet they are moving forward. The mother of Ahmad Arbery said it is very, very discouraging that the jury impaneled in that trial is nearly all whites. The family is outraged by the racial makeup of the jury. Here is Ahmad Arbery's aunt, Thea Brooks. What are your thoughts about the jury? Honestly, it was expected. Because? That's just the community that we live in and just another injustice that, injustice that we face daily. And do you think you'll get justice now? I do feel honestly that we will, um, due to the fact that some of those people on the jury panel are mothers and fathers. Yeah, I mean, if America keeps letting you down, then you have too high of an expectation of America, and you clearly haven't been paying attention to America since the beginning of time, <laughs> period. All right, now our juror was booted in Kyle Rittenhouse's murder trial, and that was because that person made a Jacob Blake joke. Jacob Blake was, uh, he was left paralyzed Mm -hmm. after some violent protests in Kenosha that culminated with Kyle Rittenhouse allegedly killing two protesters and wounding a third. And so uh, Kenosha police officers are the ones that shot Jacob Blake. And that's what set off those violent protests that happened. And so that juror did admit when he was questioned that he made a tasteless joke. So they do do feel like the appearance of bias is present and it would undermine the outcome of the case. So that was a reason for him to be discharged. I mean, the, the, the whole case is rooted in bias. The case is rooted in a black man jogging through a white neighborhood and the white people thinking he was up to no good just because he was a black man. Correct. So it's like, what are we talking about? This is America, period. Like, I don't know why we keep acting surprised about any of this. We're the country that actually is shocked when justice is is served. When injustice is, is, is happening, it's not a shock. It's America. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling you.
This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Tim Hey, good morning, Mama. Get it off your chest. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Good morning, y'all. It's my birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Day. Oh, my gosh, y'all the same. I'm so excited to talk to you. Sorry, y'all. What you doing this weekend? Well, right now, um, later on, my mom's going to come get me. We can go you know, to the spa and stuff. Oh, so that is really nice. I like it's that. Exactly. A spa day with your mama. Yeah, enjoy your yes, day, mama. Thank you. I have a question for Charlemagne, though. Yes, ma'am. Charlamagne, I've been buying all these books, right? Because you recommended them. But the only book I don't have is yours. Is anybody I can get it for a birthday kiss? Which one you? I got you. Which one you want? Um, Say both. The first one. I'm gonna start with the first one. You want black privilege? All right, I got yes, you. Sir. I'm gonna put you on hold and get your address. Oh my God! Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed one. Yes, right, Happy birthday. Hold on one second. Thank you again. Hello, who's this? Hey, this <laughs> is C from Miami. Miami, what's up? <laughs> What's up? Good morning. I just wanted to get off my chest that I'm going to be losing my job because of the COVID vaccine, no. but I've been up all night just like focusing on my business, so I just wanted to shout it out. Okay, shout right. it out. Where do you work? I work for a diagnostic company. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, so my business is My Perf Baby. Um, you can find me on Instagram at My Perf Baby. The website is MyPerfBaby.com. It's M-Y-P-E-R-F-B-A-B-Y. Okay. All right. Got it? Well, thank you, Mama. Good luck with your business. I love you guys. Love you back. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Cliff. Cliff. I'm out of Durham. Cliff, what up? Get it off your chest. Um, Man, just with this Henry Ruggs situation with him drink, drunk driving, um, I had a similar experience to where I could have took somebody's life back in 2015. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want to encourage people not to drink and drive. Mm -hmm. Man, um, that was the day that I decided to stop drinking. It's been almost six years, and I haven't had a drink. Um, my family and I were thriving, and it, it could just end up bad. So I just want to encourage people not to drink and drive, and and, and just don't do it, man. I'm Not with a good you. idea. Absolutely. I agree with you, brother. I can't believe people still doing that in 2021, man. But, you know, people make poor choices every day, B. But, you know, the worst thing about drunk driving, man, is that it's not even about you. It's about what you may do to somebody else. Absolutely. Right. You got a lot of people depending on you. And, you know, you put yourself in a bad situation, you put your family in that situation. Mm-hmm. And somebody else's family, potentially. Definitely. All right, man. Have a good one. Hey, can I um uh, shout out my uh, fitness page, our family fitness page? Go ahead, bro. Uh, yes, if everybody can follow us on Instagram at Edmondson Strong, E-D-M-U-N-D-S-O-N underscore S-T-R-O-N-G. All Thank right. you. Have a blessed day. You have a good weekend, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest, mama. Okay, so we sitting in the car waiting for Charlamagne to yo 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 this morning, and he's hitting at these And then just walking here like I just been here the whole time, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so you gonna give it to us? And Charlamagne, this is Eve from the Lodge on the seventh floor. You gave me my, my um, book bag that I harassed you for. Oh, okay, Queen. How are you? I'm good, and I just want to tell you I miss you. It's not like I'm so tough. I'm going to tell him right now. Well, he probably can hear you. He's probably listening. He's downstairs. 
Okay, okay, okay. Yo, 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 Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, good morning. How y'all doing? What's up, Eddie? Get it off your chest, man. All right. First, I'd like to say uh, congratulations to Charlemagne on his uh, new show. Uh, I just wanted to ask him one question briefly about that. Yes, sir. Uh, the, theme, the theme is on point. I appreciate the, the theme, and I, I appreciate the opportunity to bring us some good stuff. But um, as far as your approach is concerned, what, what uh, age group are you trying to get? Because I'm an old timer, and sometimes the approach misses me, but the theme I understand. Oh, I don't know, bro. I'm 43 years old. I just be up there talking, man. You know what I mean? If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. But tonight, uh, 10 p.m. Comedy Central, new episode of The God's Honest Truth. We got Michael Eric Dyson and uh, Shan Boudram on there. And we're discussing all of these uh, new dynamics that people have in relationships and how that impacts the black family structures. You know, people that are into, like, polygamy and... Uh, I heard, I found out something called compersion or cuck, what is it, cuckolding, where you enjoy watching your partner get smashed by somebody else. It's a lot going on out here in these streets, but we discuss it tonight. Okay, and one more brief comment I wanted to make as far as the racism thing is concerned. And like I say, I'm, I'm not advocating any particular uh, religion or whatnot, but one thing that uh, I was proud of the Nation of Islam, they said we need to just separate and get our own land or whatever you want to call it, and just totally separate and start from the bottom. Oh I, yeah, I I I'm I'm not opposed to that at all, sir. <laughs> like, all right. Well, y'all y'all do y'all do a wonderful job. Um, I'm a native of Brooklyn, but I'm living in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. I listen to y'all every morning, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. Make sure you tune in tonight, man. Seven ten o'clock, oh, Comedy I will, Central. I will. I'm still I'm still gonna watch you because I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I appreciate right, you, brother. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way, ye. Yeah, and there was a rumor yesterday. You know how you can take a clip out of context and it goes crazy? Well, this has to do with Joe Button confirming that he is bisexual. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Well, Joe Button was trending yesterday, and when I went to find out why on Twitter, it's because people were saying that he came out as bisexual. Here was the clip that was posted that had everybody talking. I'm bisexual. Okay, it's okay now. How do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? I think you got to call the CEO. Yo, yeah, you listen. Gotta, you got to make sure it's okay. I like guys and girls. Spread the word. I'm down. Now, I saw some of his exes weighing in on this. I saw uh, Tahiri say that she did not experience that while she was with him at all. But then I also saw that uh, Kaylin Garcia left a comment where, you know, she, I guess, expressed that she felt like he was bisexual and she commended him for admitting it. But it looks like it was part of a, la a larger conversation. It was talking about the baby and the Rolling Loud Miami controversy and the alleged forgiveness from the LGBTQ plus community over these comments that the baby made. So here was the original statement. Things are coming full circle for the baby, just when you thought he was canceled. Earlier today, CEO of the LGBTQ plus organization Relationship Unleashed, Gwendolyn D. Clemens, revealed that she and others from the nonprofit signed off on the baby's appearance at Rolling Loud, New York. Fam, you gotta get okayed by the gays to perform? 
How do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? I think you got to call the CEO. Yo, yeah, you listen. Gotta, you got to make sure it's okay. I like guys and girls. Spread the word. I'm down. The, the internet got to stop. Like, I haven't even heard that in context. That's the first time I heard that in context, and I knew it was out of context. Why do people do that? Like, why we, we didn't even have to lead with the out of context statement. It happens all the time with everything, though. <laughs> That's just dangerous. Like, you mm-hmm. can take any clip from anyone and put it out with no context or create a narrative. That doesn't even... That doesn't even exist, and the lie travels all around the world before the truth is putting on his shoes. Like, correct. That's I don't. The internet is a strange place, bro. All right. Well, that's and, just so and, you guys have it all in context. And by the way, you laughing at somebody now? That will be you tomorrow. They can literally do that to every single person with a platform, every single person with a microphone. Well, he didn't seem bothered by it. He was responding and saying, "Spread the word." I don't care if he's bothered so. by it or not. I'm just talking about in general. Like, that's dangerous for everybody. Right. Okay, so now Rihanna has unveiled that she has a limited edition vinyl reissue of her eight albums and some exclusive merch sets. She posted the reissue, R-I-H, that's cute. Cop these limited edition color vinyl and exclusive merch sets before they go. You can pre-order it now. So it should be cute. By the way, she definitely had one of the best Halloween costumes dressed up as Gunna. Mm-hmm. All right, and congratulations to Amara La Negra. She is pregnant with twins. She had revealed previously that she suffered from a miscarriage, but now she's celebrating and she's pregnant with twins. twins. So congratulations to her. She posted, I'm so excited to finally share that we have twins on the way. Thank you at Claire Blue for being a part of our journey and giving me the most amazing news. There is nothing better than seeing the word pregnant. Even though I'm scared and nervous, especially after having a miscarriage, I'm also excited and have a roller coaster of a emotions, but it truly is a blessing. I'm dropping the clues bombs from Marilyn Negra. And congratulations to Cash Doll. She revealed that her and uh, Tracy T are having a baby boy. So yeah. she actually posted some pictures from on the floor at the Pistons, where the Pistons play. People were kind of hating, though. And so she started going off on people. You know yeah, how Cash that. Doll does. Yeah, she did it on the logo at the, at the arena, which was, was dope. So now she's having a boy. Yeah. She said somebody. She said to somebody, "Pick on somebody your own wage. You can't afford to argue with me." That's funny. I love that. Dropping a clues bonds for Cash Doll, man. Kids are blessed. Girl, right there, Cash Doll. It's a beautiful thing. I hope everybody gets to experience fatherhood and motherhood at some point. All right, if they choose to. And congratulations for Wu Tang and American Saga. Their final season is coming. It's their third and final season. They just announced this, so it was just uh, about a week after the show season two finale. So congratulations to them. Now, RZA posted season two may be over, but Wu-Tang is forever. See you for season three. I got to catch up on so much. I got to catch up on the second season of Dave. I got to catch up on the second season of Wu-Tang, American Saga. I got to catch up on BMF. I got to catch up on BMF. Lord have mercy. So much. All right. Now, Magic Johnson recently did an interview on CBS Mornings, and he was talking about having to tell his wife, Cookie, that he was HIV positive and how difficult that was. And when you first heard those words, what was the thought in your mind? Oh, I was just devastated. And so I just lost it right there. You yeah. know, you just sit there and say, what does this mean? Uh, am I going to die? Because I definitely asked him that. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you have a chance to live for a long time with all the new drugs that mm-hmm. are coming down the pipeline. But the toughest thing, Gail, that I had to do was really drive home and tell Cookie. Mm. It was hard because I loved her so much and I and I hated to hurt her. I can imagine, I remember he told us that when he came on The Breakfast Club and it just made me think like really the hardest conversations in the world are the ones you gotta have with your wife. Cause that's the person you do not want to disappoint whether it's 
having to admit to cheating, but then having mm -hmm. to say you contracted a disease from it. Lord have mercy. And she has to get checked. She has to make sure Lord she doesn't have, have mercy. Mercy. Now, he did have a press conference to announce his HIV diagnosis because of the stigma surrounding the disease. And Cookie said at first she was not in favor of that. People weren't educated. She said people thought you couldn't touch people. You couldn't hug people. She said, I didn't want people to treat us like we were lepers. Magic Johnson also talked about retiring and then returning to the NBA. Yeah, I got cut, mm -hmm. and I was very upset at the backlash because I just played with a lot of the guys who didn't want me to come back. But you got cut, and that changed the game. Yeah, that, that, that scared people. That scared the crowd. You could just hear. <gasps> so I said, you know what? After that game, I said, I'm just going to retire. Johnson returned to the sport he loved one more time in 1996. I told Cookie, I said, you know what? I should look at playing one more time because I want to end it the right way. All right. In addition to that, he said that Cookie was his inspiration to also get into all of the super successful business ventures that he has. Gail, what changed my life and got me going into business. She came home and said, you know what, Irvin, I'm mad and I'm upset. You got to be the man that I married. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, you've always wanted to be in business. Why are you sitting on this couch? That's not the man I married. Mm -hmm. You know, the man I married was a hard worker. He was changing the world. You know, he had all these ideas. He had, he was so full of life. I don't know who this is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to get up and figure that out. I need to read um, Believing in Magic, the book Cookie put out. Because I want to know her mindset and what made her, like, you know, stick around through all of that. All right, well, that is your rumor report. And I know everybody's waiting to talk about this interview from Jing Champs with Kanye. Nori's already texting me this morning. He's listening. So in the next hour, we are going to do that whole entire, basically, rumor report break about that Drink Champs interview. A lot of interesting things said. So shout out to Drink Champs, Nori, DJ EFN for an amazing interview. Yeah, make sure to go. On to yeah, make sure to go listen to the whole interview. The whole two hours, 30 minutes is on the uh, Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Drop on the clues bombs for Nori, right? Holy moly, guacamole, DJ EFN. All right. And Eno, I'm coming to get one of them cars, too, for the car show, just to let you know, Eno. All right. Now, up next, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, and we are going to talk about an investigation into the Phoenix Suns owner, Robert Sarver. The NBA has launched this investigation. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Job hunting can feel pretty sucky, but ZipRecruiter makes it unsucky. Unlike other job sites, if an actual person from the company likes your profile, they can personally invite you to apply. Put ZipRecruiter to work for you. Sign up free today on ZipRecruiter.com slash easy. The most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. Don't be running out here when you got a job to do. Open the damn microphone. It's time for front page news, right, Yee? Yes, indeed. We're going to talk about the NBA launching an investigation into Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver. Well, there was no tease, but all right. I'm sorry, guys. All right, let's start it right. In Thursday Night Football, the Colts beat the Jets last night 45-30. to Now, what else are we talking about, Yeezy? I just told you. Let's do it. All right, so now they are conducting this investigation. The leagues announced that, and they said that uh, this is all because of ESPN publishing an investigative story based on interviews with more than 70 current and former Suns employees they described as sometimes toxic and hostile workplace of racism and sexism during Sarver's 17-year tenure in Phoenix. So if they come in and investigate, they said that uh, Adam Silver, 
would be appalled at what's been going on, according to one current business operations employee. I would like to know the percentage of NBA, NFL owners, and MLB owners that you would uh, thoroughly investigate, like really do a deep dive on and not find some racism, not find some sexism. I would, that's what I would like to see. What do you think the percentage is? I'm sure uh, there's a lot of things that do happen, but I... 100%. But I'm not I saying feel, 100% like that's the number, but yes, it'd be 100% like, yes, I'm sure it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Right, but then when somebody has like a constant, um, you know, track record of doing things and it's really super blatant and intentional, I think that's what the real issue is. Once again, I bet you if you dug deep on all these owners, NBA, NFL, you would find that. I true, I thoroughly believe that. Remember the Charlotte Panthers owner from a few years ago? Yeah. Yep. I'm Remember sure you find that in a lot of businesses. <laughs> Donald Sterling, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of businesses, though. I'm sure in radio, oh, I'm sure in, in office buildings, I'm sure you find Any that Any of these old of, institutions absolutely. ran by old white men, you're going to find the racism, the sexism, the bigotry, the I prejudice. So. You go, yes. So Every uproot it. I'm not mad at it. All right, states and cities are offering to pay kids if they get vaccinated. So now millions of kids are eligible to get the COVID-19 vaccine this week. And in New York City, kids can get $100 if they get their first dose of Pfizer's vaccine at city-operated vaccine sites. You can get also tickets to city attractions like the Statue of Liberty or the Brooklyn Cyclones baseball team. Uh, They do really want kids to take advantage and families to take advantage of being able to get vaccinated. If you're age 5 to 11 in Chicago, they're giving $100 gift cards for those kids when they get the shots at Chicago public health events or clinics. And um, they're closing on November 12th, the Chicago School District, for Vaccination Awareness Day just to make it easier for students to get their shots. So they're doing different things all across the nation. Now, this is going to be a tough one for a lot of parents out there. No, a lot of not. parents will will give them get them the vaccine themselves, but they ain't going to get their kids the vaccine. It ain't tough for me. And then what they going to do? They going to say the kids can't go to school? They gonna well, say some the kids people are getting their kids vaccinated. They said their kids are making up these uh, from this age range about 25% of the cases right now. I'm a- I tell you why it's a hard no. It's a hard no because you spent like a whole year and some change telling us it didn't impact kids like that. Now all of a sudden you want me to get my kids five and what is it five and under or five and five, five, to, to, 11. five, five to, to eleven vaccinated? Like you, li- they literally spent all of this time telling us how it didn't impact kids. Well, like what they, I think it's not just that it impacts the kids because you know kids can recover faster and that's basically what they're saying. But they also can spread it. So if you go to school, a kid has it, and then they come home and bring it to their house, it's that also. Yeah, but the problem is we just don't know how it affects kids. Like, yeah, we don't know how it affects adults, and we take a chance. But, you know, a child, we don't know, they're still growing. Their brains are still growing. Their lungs, everything in their body is still growing. And we don't know what that effect is going to be. Well, people will make their own decision based on what they feel like is best for their family. Some people will do it, and some people And saying that if you don't get the vaccine, they can't go to school. If they don't get the vaccine, they they can't go to school. They do that now, though, with kids and, and, and vaccines. Yeah, but not a not new the COVID, vaccine. Yeah. This is new. This the, is brand new. The other vaccines have been tested for years. My problem with the media always is like, this, it goes from cover to cover. What about the chapters in between? <laughs> like, you can't start off telling us the pages of the book and telling us the beginning of the story as kids. You know, doesn't imp- COVID doesn't impact kids like that, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you just jump to... Got to get them vaccinated, 5 to 11. Like, no. Well, I think it's also going back to school because during that time, everybody was home and on lockdown, so schools weren't open. But now that schools are back open and kids are back in school and they are 25% of the cases, which they weren't before, it's just more of an issue. That's not what they were telling us. They were telling us it does not impact kids like that. That's what they were telling us. But they can still spread it. 
like kids can still spread it. They can still bring it home. They yes. can still bring it other places. And they're in school now. So that's why it is impacting them. I more just hope now. they just don't force those kids to get those uh, the vaccines. Well, to go yeah, to they haven't said that yet. All right. And that is your front page news. Even if there's so many articles, why aren't kids hit as hard by COVID-19? They got all these studies about you know, uh, the, the, their their immune systems and how they, 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 children compromised by COVID would make up a small percentage of U.S. deaths. Like, it's just like now all of a sudden you got to run out and get them vaccinated. Like, you made it seem like no big deal for all of this time. Then now it's like, nope, you should get your kids vaccinated. Like, I'll, what? I'll wait. I need all more right. information. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, we have comedian Ricky Velez joining us. We'll kick it with him. He has a special on HBO right now. What's the name of that special, guys? HBO. Is it on HBO Max? Yeah, it's HBO on Max. HBO Max. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows the name of the special? No, I do. It's called um, I Left Everything Out There. Here's Everything. That's what it's called. Here's Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Everything. That's what it's called. All right. So we're going to kick it with him Ricky. when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My guy, Ricky Velez. Good morning. How are good you? Good morning. Brother? I'm good. How are you, Charlamagne? New HBO Angela. comedy special. Here's everything is out now. Yes, it is. Do you feel like you really gave him everything? I think I did good. Okay. Not all the critics. You said what? Not all of them liked me, Charlamagne. Really? They was going at you hard? <laughs> it's so sad because, like, when you're acting and they <laughs> criticize you, it's like, oh, that's somebody else's script. But when, like, they say it about your stand-up. They're like, we don't like your opinion. Yeah. So I've been going on their Instagrams and liking all the pictures of their wives. Yeah. <laughs> and how'd you get into comedy? From Queens, right? Queens, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I went to Frank Sinatra School of the Arts, mm-hmm. and then um, I, I went to college for a year. Then I ended up uh, starting to uh, I lay carpet for a while, and then I was doing comedy at night. What, what got you into comedy? What, what was some of your inspiration? Instant right? gratification. Really? <laughs> it's, 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 bro. I know when I'm funny. Like, right. I know right away. Like, the acting, that that's kind of frustrating. You do something, you got to wait like eight months for somebody to tell you whether yeah. it's good or not. Like, you know right in the room. And it's, it's great. It's my Same favorite thing, thing in the world. carpet, too. Yeah, think, yeah. You can see what, you, what, what you did. So since you love the, the, the instant gratification, what, what were some of your, your, your best shows and one of your worst shows? I did a show once, and there's this guy. He's amazing. He's he's a legend. His name is Greer Barnes, mm-hmm. and uh, Greer is one of the funniest comics in the world. And I had to follow him, and there's a spot called Check Spot, mm-hmm. and that's like when the checks come out. And Greer got off. He murdered like Friday night. I went up after him. And this guy just stood up in a suit, and he said, "It's not yours tonight." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "He's right," and I put it in the stand, and I walked off. Oh my yeah. That's better than a boo. Yeah, no, it was real honest. Yeah. That's why I was like, he's right. Like yeah. I would a, a, a boo, I would have got nasty about. But so you just he just finish? hit me with a fact. Like you can't argue facts. Yes, like, you that. can. It's twenty twenty one. You're right. No, no. Have you ever gone uh, back to that spot just to destroy it? And absolutely. Tear it down? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know you've been looking for that guy ever since. But like, look, I, I just want him to stand up and be like, it's yours tonight. Like I just like on some oh. bagger van. <laughs> You know? <laughs> so you think it's like you know, how much does it affect your night when the person who goes on before you murders it? Because I don't think about anybody else but myself. Okay. I used to be like that, but now I only work on myself. Like my art's mine. Because sometimes it's hard to go last too. Yeah, I like going last though. You like it? Cause... Yeah, because you stretch out the show. You can go as long as you want. You got nobody behind you. Mm-hmm. 
Because sometimes if it's a long show, people are like getting kind of tired. Then people start paying the check. You know how they start coming out like that's at, the most disrespectful. At Caroline's stuff during in. the last set, and then you have to like pay your check and stuff like that. Yeah, I think clubs are learning how to do it correctly now. Where it used to be with check spot, I don't perform nowhere with a check spot anymore. I think that's like a huge problem within the show. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Dude, they straight up drop what, what all you your doing? checks for yeah, all your food. Well, you're doing comedy, they start, you gotta pay your bill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know there was a name for that. I just called it disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they be talking all loud while you're on stage like, okay, I, uh, you learned some tricks. Yeah. You learned some tricks. <laughs> they do that at Caroline's, though. And I never understood that because Caroline's does that when the headline is. Every on. comic has the one like, I didn't order gratuity. Like, shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, shut yeah. up, you hack. You hack your shit. Get through your check spot. Take your bomb. <laughs> so what was one of your best shows? You're talking about your negative. What was one of your um, best ones? I would, I would say the special was like really, really an amazing time, but I got to open for Aziz Ansari at Radio City. Mm hmm. And that was crazy. Just being on that stage in New York City, growing up here, been in the theater and now in front of it, that was wild. Yeah. You know, Variety uh, named you as one of the top 10 comics to watch. Caroline's, yeah, at one point. Caroline's Comedy Club says you're <laughs> New York's funniest comedian. I've been building. Yeah. Working. Just stay quiet, keep your head down, and do the work. Does that put more pressure on you now? When you No. Okay. Having a kid is a lot more pressure. Congrats like, on that. Yeah. Baby's like, what, a year He's now? Three, man. He's three? in school. You know, and I have to disagree. You said there's no such thing. I mean, um, that there's ugly babies, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can ever. There's ugly babies. No, this is I don't agree with that. I hit I you. I hit her personal. She knows an ugly baby. That's I what that all... is. You don't. That's not the fight you pick if you watch my whole special. That's what you took away from I me. I just God think. Damn, well, you said it's an ugly baby a in child. the family. The baby, the family been talking I about it. I actually was thinking we should. Um, <laughs> I was thinking that we should protest because of that, because that's just rude. You want to protest, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please, I want to see you with an ugly baby son. <laughs> Look how cute he no, is, but everybody. Am I right? ah, All babies are eat. cute somehow. Like, there's a cute... Even a baby sometimes could be so ugly that it's cute. I like babies that look like old men. That <laughs> cracks me up when you see. I'm in the parks, bro. There's all types, but there's I'm ugly the ones, parks. too. I'm in the parks. I got a kid. I'm out here. Yeah. 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 Now, you're half Irish and half Puerto Rican, right? Yes. I took the 23 and me. Okay, so you just find this out. 5% sub-Saharan African, I found hey. out. What are you doing yeah, to that in the building. What? That's just my anxiety. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How did coming from a diverse background like help develop your style? Um, I got to see it a lot. Yo, Irish people, they're wild. Puerto Ricans wild, so mm -hmm. it was just a, it was, this is what you get. Mm -hmm. Somebody with a lot of anxiety and likes to smoke weed. Like, that's, that's where it goes. Well, are, are you allowed to? <laughs> Queens Village. No. Yeah. What elementary school you went to? Hillside Springfield, PS33. Oh, okay. I want well, to say Jumpin' Ann. Murdoch oh, and Springfield. Okay. Me and Clue. Same block. Murdoch and Springfield. 28, uh, 218 place. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know what language y'all speaking right That's now. That's Queensland. It's Queensland. Okay. Bro, so. my the corner was crazy. We had the we had the McDonald's, Wendy's, Popeye's that's connected to a Burger King, and mm -hmm. the Pizza Hut, and the Dunkin' Donuts. All in the one it was the diabetes corner. <laughs> mine, was, mine was White Castle and the dirt chicken spot right there. Was that yeah. was mine. Are you, do, do you make? Can you make Puerto Rican jokes? Because you know, you, people see him like, oh, he's a white guy. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah I can, yeah, I've been trying to joke about that. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I think I'm allowed to. Like, I mean, you're Puerto Rican. I yeah. am, but I came out. But my brother's dark, mm. so our lives were very different. Mm -hmm. How was growing up in Queens? Because 
that area of Queens is black. Yeah. So it's it was wild. I used to get you? stopped because they thought I was buying drugs there a lot. Oh, they didn't think you belong. The, yeah. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, got I was you. I was the minority. Yeah. It was Does weird. it confuse police when they see you and like Valise? No, no. They they're real nice when they come to the window and then they read Velez and they're like, Yo, we got an undercover Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> the whole attitude starts and it's it's weird. Did it's you get weird. bullied and picked all growing up in Queens? Well all? the thing is I don't speak Spanish either. So like yeah, Jeez. like it was tough. Because that area is Haitian and Caribbean and black. My mom was actually like born and raised in the neighborhood. Mm. So my block, they, they were always they good to mom. us. Yeah. But yeah, but other than that, like I've been robbed a lot. Like, I, <laughs> really? Yeah, I read that shit off in my taxes. <laughs> like that shit is brutal. It was wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been jumped a lot. Um, I was right up the road from Martin Van Buren. So I had, really to, I had to come that home. I had to come home through a theater school past Van Buren. So, did you yeah. know how to fight at all? I could fight. Okay. Yeah. So did you ever win a fight? <laughs> did you ever win? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to scrap? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's that <laughs> doing right now, man? <laughs> no, because you just said you got yeah. robbed a lot, jumped a lot. Yeah, it happens. It's New York. Yeah, at one point everybody has to get their North Face stone. <laughs> it's a rule. It's a right of it. It's a rule. All right, we got more with Ricky Velez when we come back, so don't move. And don't forget also, Powerhouse NYC. It goes down November 21st. If you haven't got your tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com. If you want to see Spin King, Capella Gray, Saweetie, Polo G, Moneybag Yo, Migos, and just added Little Baby and Roddy Rich. I mean, it's Friday. So let's do a Powerhouse NYC mix. So don't forget to get your tickets, Ticketmaster.com. If you want to see Little Baby, Roddy Rich, Migos, Moneybag, Yo, Polo G, Saweetie, Capella, Gray, Spin King, and more. All right? We're still kicking it with Ricky Velez. Of course, he's a comedian. He has a new special on HBO. It's called Here's Everything. How did you and Pete Davidson uh, connect? Uh, we were doing prom shows. What you mean? Kids come after prom, and me and Pete would perform. And it's usually like mad old comics talking to young kids but like we were like their age so right. it was like easy and we were killing and we just became friends and he was 16 and that's probably when I around when I met you mm -hmm. yeah, same yeah. Time. let me ask you this does the marijuana help with your anxiety since you smoke a lot um it helps with my creativity uh, other than uh anxiety uh yeah it helps there but I mean there's other stuff for that what yeah. about ayahuasca or shrooms or any of that I stick to shrooms. I don't know about that other stuff. I'm doing okay. ayahuasca. I'm doing what it this is, year. Are you trying to like... I got to do it. Are you getting a shaman and everything? Me. Yes, sir. You're doing it to doing the best it. way yes, possible? Sir. Yes, Can sir. I join you? Yes. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm either going to do it in LA or I'm doing it out of the country. But either way, I'm doing it. I have to do it. It's calling me. They always say don't do... They say do it when it's calling you. It's calling me. Why is it... How is it calling you? Because I've heard so many amazing experiences and I've heard horrible experiences, but whatever it is, I want to experience it. What are you searching for? I just want to see what comes up. You know what I mean? They say you can go into it asking questions. Like somebody like Neil Brennan said he, he he believes in God now after he did it. I've heard people say they've gone in with questions about their marriage and God has told them things specifically about their marriage. So I just want to see. What's the bad ones? I mean, we all got traumas, right? So it might be things that you think you've dealt with that they say just come up. And they say it comes up in the form of vomit. Yeah, and you might shit <laughs> on up as well. Like, like you say, it like really comes out. Like you got to face it. So I want to I want to do it. All right, good for you. No, um, <laughs> that's not my you life. Know, you know, nah, I'm out keep running from our anxiety, I'm out. We can't keep running from our anxiety. We got to face what these things are. I'll stick to shrooms, and mm -hmm. I like shrooms. You do them? 
No, I've never done shrooms. You need to do those. You can't yeah. jump from no. Everybody, I punk, actually punked out New Year's Eve. We had a whole ceremony. I was supposed to do it, and I was just like, nah. microdosing shrooms. Are You're really doing fun. too just much. Don't take too much. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing too much <laughs> ceremonies. He needs his ceremony to do drugs. Well, go into a field, eat some shrooms, and talk to yourself for a few hours. You're Show <laughs> man, you too. You made too much money, man, over here. Got <laughs> shamans and. Are you still not excited about Mars, dude? I can't believe this is even a topic. <laughs> I've had to explain this so many goddamn times, dude. It's so ridiculous. Those nerds. I can't stand it. I got in trouble. Yeah, you got into a that. debate you with Bill Nye, the science involved. guy. <laughs> I mean, Bill Nye people came after me. That's something you didn't anticipate. What? Why? Why? I was right about everything I said. I said, I said, Trump is first in the polls. Facts. And uh, ISIS is killing the gangs. I don't care about water on Mars. I can't get excited about Earth right now. And they're saying I'm disrespectful. Right. You're a science disrespectful. How am I a science denier? How many vaccines you, you got? At How me? many vaccines you got? I'm just telling you. I got eight. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, but, yo, but, but, but all jokes aside, they went crazy on you. Like, they was, like, putting your parents' address out there and crazy Yeah, stuff. it was wild. It was really like, crazy. Think about that, yo. Yeah, that's crazy. Bill was, not the science guy people. Like, they tried to cancel me over science. <laughs> that's the thing over now, science. though. But by the way, that's the yo, thing now. I was opening for Chappelle that night, and he said the last thing I was ever going to hear was, pop, 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 science motherfucker. And then, and then a graduated cylinder was going to slowly hit the ground as the bullets. Now, is it true that you wanted to join the military? Yeah. And you weren't qualified for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. why, why weren't you qualified? I had seizures when I was a kid, and they never figured it out. Mm -hmm. And you can't just leave open cases like that, I found out. Mm -hmm. So when I went to join the military, they are like, this doesn't work for us. They set me up to go get a CAT scan, and when I got my CAT scan, I had something wrong with my brain waves. Damn. So uh, I got denied. Interesting. That's probably why you're so creative, though, right? It's probably why you're able to craft jokes and write the way you write. Because I, of those possibly. same brainwaves being off a little bit. That's what I'm going to go down on when they try to cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> My brainwaves are f***ed old brainwaves. Are we canceling brainwave people? <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to try to cancel you, though. You think so? I don't, and they I, did it over science. And that was just them being fake outraged. You know that what was, I mean? That was when it first started. Yeah. Have you ever felt like you had to apologize for something you said? For jokes? Yeah. No, because I, I don't write to prove a point. I write to make everybody laugh. Mm -hmm. And I think if you move Dope. that way, you don't run into trouble. Dope. No, that's interesting. No, because a lot of comedians nowadays feel like they have to have the Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Bill Burr, POV. I got to make a point. It's like, no, I'm no, just going to make you laugh. You can talk about everything, and you can make it funny in a way. I, I, I saw the reviews that you got, and they were pretty good. Like, Vulture called you a real New York City yeah. stand-up. Vulture's been good. There's been so many good ones. But, I you saw know, one that was, like, you know, from late-night troublemaker to undeniable stand-up <laughs> star. Like, for real. So it's like, like, why do we focus on that one negative thing? Well, you do that in comedy as well. If you're at a show and everybody's having fun, mm -hmm. there's one person not enjoying themselves. That just ruined the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you roast them. Make them part of the show. No. <laughs> That's no. my show. You just, <laughs> so you I just ignore them? I don't let anybody involved. I'll just ask you to leave. You really? ask somebody to leave? I, I, I'll say I'll, I'll pay for your check. You can leave. I'll wow. pay for your check. Please leave. Somebody I, left I want you to oh start changing God. that. I want you to start saying, hey, buddy, tonight's not your night. I need you to go. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to leave. <laughs> no, I have no problem. It's a, I don't understand why people think they should be a part of the show or any of that. But what yeah. about why people you have masks yeah. on and you can't tell if they're enjoying it or not? 
I tried to stay away from the mass shows. I did. I did one show on a farm, and I heard a cow moo, and I was like, "This is not for me." That was in the pandemic. Really? Oh yeah, we we did we did shows anywhere we could. It was tough. People were yelling at cars, and the cars what? would beep back. That oh, was a real. Oh, I remember that. I they did some driving, that driving comedy show where you have to like beep instead of. That- you're standing on stage by yourself. Did you have fun? You know what? I had fun because I hadn't been to anything in so long. So they tried. You know what I'm saying? So people had to adapt to different things. But I listened to it. I enjoyed myself with the people mm. I was in the car with. But it was weird. Yeah, I didn't want nothing to do with that. I got, Sp- I got Spanish that. fans. The horn is a whole song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that goes on for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Valise, man, his HBO comedy Valez. special. Valez. Put some respect on my name. You know I can't pronounce some respect on my name. Ricky Valise. Valise is a nice common name. My guy, Ricky Valise, HBO comedy special. His everything is out right now. What's next for Ricky, man? More stand-up. We're going to be putting out dates soon and uh, just getting into producing and directing. I want to do that so bad. Dope. 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 Okay. Well, thank Very you for joining in. us, Ricky Velez. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Velez. Velez. It's the Breakfast Club. Come You're on. the problem. You're the problem. That's why my people aren't up right now. We are going to talk about this Drink Champs interview with Kanye when we mm-hmm. come back. There's so much to break down on that interview, too. Yeah, there was a lot being said. So. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt you've gotten to it yet. I'm sure some people have, but it came out at 10 o'clock last night on uh, Revolt TV. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the full audio went up on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. It's two hours and 30 minutes. So mm-hmm. I, I, I highly doubt everybody's gotten to it no, yeah, f- in, in its entirety. And I got 40 minutes through. I got through about an hour. Well, it's a Friday, so you have time to watch it, hopefully, sometime this weekend if you haven't seen the full thing yet. I think about, like, all the TV that I haven't caught up on, and it's really because I watch things like that. You know what I mean? Because I'll spend two and a half hours either listening to a podcast like Drink Champs or or watching the YouTube video Mm. as opposed to sitting down watching, you know, something on TV. But that's the world we live in. I tried to come home and watch some things. Shout out to my girl, Ida Rodriguez, too. Her HBO Max special just came out also um, yesterday. Okay. Oh, it came out yesterday? mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so congrats to her. So this weekend- Oh, she didn't come up. She is next week. Coming up next week. Oh, okay, okay. She lives in LA, so she gets here, I think, on Monday. So she'll be on The Breakfast Club next week. I actually went to Uh um, her show in Puerto Rico when she was taping. She did like a whole documentary along with it, and then she filmed in the Bronx. So shout out to Ida Rodriguez, a lot of great content. And shout out to my um, staff and everybody, my partners at Coffee Uplifts People. We are officially open today. So it's been a long road to get this place up and running, but um, we have uh, some shorter hours, 8 to 2. I just was calling to check on everybody, make sure things were good to go. But yeah, so I'm excited. Dope. I need to have absolute dope. And make sure you tune into the uh, God's Honest Truth tonight at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. Uh, Michael Eric Dyson will be joining us, as well as uh, sexpert Shan Boudram. She'll be on tonight as well. Sound like you said her name wrong. I don't think I, I think did. That's right. no, okay. no, I don't think right. I did. I don't right. think I did. Shan Boudram. I, pr- okay. I practiced it a lot yesterday. <laughs> practiced it a lot. <laughs> all right, salute to Shan. She'll be on tonight. We'll be talking about uh, just how all of these new relationships and situationships are forming. In, in, in this world nowadays, you know, and and, and how that impacts the, the traditional nuclear black family structure. But tune in tonight at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central and All stream right. it on Paramount Plus. All right. Rumors up next. Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye. 
about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Kanye was on Drink Champs and he did not hold back. So one thing that he talked about is versus would he go against Drake? Would he go against Jay-Z? Would you step into that ring? Oh, absolutely. But I would need about like four people at, to go against me at one time. <laughs> you know, we know what the people are going to say. There's only two people really out there. It'd be Drake, right? And Hope, that's yeah, probably that's, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that one. You, I like you that. Like, you, yeah. you would go against Jay. Nah, because that's my boss. I would never go against you. Mm, I don't like that answer. But yeah. you, what you saying, when you and Drake together, who's winning that? I'm winning every situation. That's why I said. It'd be tough. It'd be tough for uh, it'd be tough for Drake in a twenty song versus uh versus Jay. But then it would turn into like a generational thing too, right? Because like the past ten years, you know, Drake been running things. But you can't front on Kanye West's catalog. Them first five albums are classics. All right. In addition to that, he talked about Drake and how it is like beefing with Drake. Drake don't do a diss like an outright diss song where it's a headshot. He's gonna set it up like war. He gonna do stuff like live five blocks down the street from you. They're gonna like go and DM every single girl in your family, every single girl around your family, everybody, every, all your d- girl, da 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 da. He's gonna, really? so, so, this is professional rap, but it's all psychological, right? So it's like, what button is someone gonna hit? I bit his ear. That. They ain't see what Holyfield was doing. Tyson like telling the refs like, yo, you ain't see this? He's like, Tyson, I'm gonna take this in my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood why Kanye thought uh, Drake moved into that neighborhood because he was playing psychological warfare with Kanye. Yeah, that's what I don't he, know. He might know more than we do. Who yeah, knows? But when they first, it's, 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 I've been there. It's a nice neighborhood. <laughs> it's like private. That's where a lot of celebrities live back there. And remember, they used to call it the New Abu Dhabi or something crazy like mm-hmm. that. Him and Drake. Well, he also has an issue, and they they have some really deep personal issues with Drake, Drake acting yeah. like he had uh, sex with Kim. I had this conversation where Drake is like, you know, I never f- him. But I was like, but you acted like you did. You got bars that's like hidden heels, give your wife the chills. You doing all kind of, it's like somebody throwing a marble and hiding their hand or something like that. It's like you had all that's disrespectful. Y'all actually had this conversation. Oh, we had this conversation. And this is all, and to the point where Kim be like, I don't listen to this no more. This acting like he f-. But what about all the, did you ever DM her? Did you ever, you know what I'm saying? Everything else around it. Like I said, it's deep, so we don't know what else uh, goes on behind the scenes with them. Now, in addition to that, he talked about this group chat that he had because of the song uh, Sicko Mode, and Drake was included in this group text. The rumor is that Drake kind of took a shot at you on that song, but Travis Scott was on that same song. Did, did yeah, it ever I, put I, a strenuous relationship? Oh, yeah, I put Travis? everybody on a group text. It was Jay-Z, Kim <laughs> Kardashian. <laughs> Jay-Z uh, got nothing to do with this, by the way. You just, no, you just he's in on the song. Jay-Z's on? With, he didn't know when he did the song that me and Drake had a problem. So after it came out, he's not in it. That's just like I did. I did it before the fact. And I'm talking all these says Kid Cudi, Pusha, Drake, Jay-Z... Kim and Traff. Uh, one of the lines I said that was legend is I said, I'm worth more than all of y'all on this text combined. Soon as I start dropping bars, oh my God, he's in the episode. Oh my God, he need to go to the hospital. Oh my God. I don't understand that either though, because he starts off the interview talking about classism and how we got to get rid of classism and you know, everything isn't about money and blah, 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 but then that's your flex. You flex on people by saying you're rich and enough. You know, he has a lot of big money talk on, on, on his interview. But I don't, that's, I don't understand, because literally in one breath he's saying, you know, 
get rid of classism and yada 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 and that's why he designed for the gap and all that yeah okay all right now in addition to that he discussed cancel culture because he got a lot of criticism for bringing marilyn manson and the baby out at the donda album listening events and inviting marilyn manson to worship alongside him at a sunday service event all the like me too like when i sit next to marilyn manson and the baby right after both of them got canceled for five songs It's like they can't cancel us all. They'll hit you with like an accusation of somebody that you was with, you know, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then also it's like there's women who have been through really serious things mm-hmm. against their will. That's different than a hug. Right. But it's classified as the same, the same. thing. How you feel about cancel? Oh, man, I love it. I'm did above they, it. They try to cancel you like 15 times. <laughs> That's right? it. I'm loving it. I'm above <laughs> it. I mean, Marilyn Manson, by the way, is facing four lawsuits for sexual assault, and he's been accused of a lot of really serious things. So it wasn't just a hug, just the FYI. Now, he also talked about still being married to Kim Kardashian. They SNL making my wife say I divorced him on TV because they just wanted to get that bar off, and I ain't never even seen the papers. We never even divorced. That ain't no joke to me. My my kids want their parents to stay together. I want us to be together. Mm-hmm. And he had some shots for Big Sean and John Legend, even though they were super successful, uh, having been signed to good music. Here's what he had to say. When I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. The worst thing I've ever done was sign Big Sean. Man, I know this man mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've changed this man's family. And both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at they boy that actually changed their life. And that's some sellout <laughs> And I don't rock with neither of them. And they, and I need I need my apologies. Wow, well, Big Sean went on Twitter and said, I just got asked to be on the next Drink Champ, so I'm assuming Ye talking crazy. And then he put a bunch of laughing emojis, and then he said, was just with this man. He ain't saying none of that. And this was after the interview. I'm dying laughing at you, Kanye West. I can't wait to go on Drink Champs now. I ain't go front. I understand what Ye, what Ye means by that. I don't, because I don't remember when Sean came at him. And, I, and, no, if they did, can't, if they did come at him, but if if I what does he call coming? What does he call coming at him? If I change your life and I do something that you think is stupid, you check me personally, not publicly. But the thing is oh, that when people ask you, you know in public mean? questions, because I don't know that people they just, just don't say nothing negative. If, if I, I mean, if I don't, life a, and I'm your it boy. don't mean you don't like someone as a person just because you don't agree with their political beliefs. So I do want to say that you're allowed to disagree with somebody's beliefs and yeah, still you, say, and still you, you be disagree. respectful. You could disagree, but if you do disagree and it's something negative, just say it to me. Don't say it publicly. Say it personally. In my opinion, if that's my guy, if that's somebody I changed their life, if I change the way you look on everything, and I'm not saying I don't know the. the I don't think they've ever been disrespectful about Kanye. Though. He just said they were. I don't know. I mean, I've seen what they've said publicly, and I didn't see it as being. But he took it that way. Yeah, he said they. But did, you but, know you. I mean, and maybe just, he does. And then remember, there was that whole thing where he owes Big Sean money and all of that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a different guy. Mm. If if somebody looks out for me, change my life, and I don't like what they do, I'm not gonna say it publicly. I'll say it to their face. You know, but You're I'm not, not gonna, I'm not gonna go against them. Is it You're interesting that he was just with Big Sean and didn't say any of that to him? Isn't that doing the same thing? That's Kanye though. Right? That's what Kanye does. All right, now he. All- all right. Well, we'll have to come back in the next hour because there's a lot more. <laughs> Damn it, man. All right. That is your rumor report. All right. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you like <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you like anything. All right. Well, who you, why are you talking? <laughs> Get some hype, man. You, do, you all don't smooth. Like, don't be smooth with me, bro. 
Who's being smooth? What's you wrong with you? Give me your donkey, too. There's a woman named Jennifer Lay Ryan of Frisco, Texas. She needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. All right. We'll get to that next. Angela, you put some quarters in the meter. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here talking about my friends at the General Insurance. They offer flexible payment plans and the ability to choose your payment date. Plus, they let you choose how you pay, whether that's with cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to learn more today. Some restrictions apply. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes. You are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Wow, dog here today for Friday, November 5th, goes to Jennifer Lee Ryan of Frisco, Texas. She is a Dallas real estate agent who decided to participate in the attempted coup of this country that happened on January 6th. There is not a day uh, that should go by that we should not be reminding people that a domestic terrorist organization by the name of Vanilla ISIS and Al Cracker stormed the Capitol and tried to overthrow the results of an election. All right, call it what it is, okay? A crime. A crime with a historical punishment is usually death. All right, today you might get a more modest punishment like prison, but last time I checked, treason is the highest of all crimes, okay? In America, defined as intentionally betraying one's allegiance by levying war against the government or giving aid or comfort to its enemies. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but what I saw on January 6th looked like they was waging war against the government to me. That looked like treason to me. Okay, when a mob of men a storms the Capitol building talking about hanging Mike Pence, who then was the vice president of the United States of America. Uh, if that's not waging war on a country, I don't know what is. Okay, well, I keep telling y'all privilege knows no bounds. And I keep telling y'all that in order for America to preserve democracy, one of the things they have to do is prosecute the people who attempted a coup of this country. Not just the members of Al Cracker, but the politicians and everyone else who uh, were involved. And since we're not beheading people and doing firing squads anymore, you got to throw them under the jail. And you have to throw the proverbial book at these people because if you don't, you embolden the next domestic terrorist organization to go even harder. Because these folks already think they are above the law. They know this system is designed to work for them. And for anyone who tries to act like white supremacy is a myth that white privilege isn't real, look no further than Jennifer Lee Ryan of Fresno, Texas. Oh, she attempted the coup with her folks and bragged about her participation in it. Would you like to know why she wasn't scared to brag? Let, let me let you guess. Let's go to CBS Evening News for the report, please. A Texas real estate agent who took a private plane to the January 6th riot and bragged that she wouldn't go to jail for storming the Capitol because, in her words, she's white, blonde, and has a good job. Well, she was sentenced to two months in jail today. Jennifer Ryan was also hit with $1,500 in fines. After the deadly riot, Ryan posted that it was one of the best days of her life. In court today, she apologized, saying this is not anything that remotely resembles who I am. So far, approximately 650 people have been charged for involvement in the riot. Too much. Too much for an attempted coup of this country. Uh, all you need to know about white privilege summed up for you on this Friday morning. Okay, I'm going to participate in this attempted coup of the government simply because I'm white and can get away with it. Her words, not mine. Okay? 
Now, how many of those people out there that they thought like that? How many people on a daily basis in America think like that? America, you have created all these monsters. And now all these monsters are coming to cannibalize your country. Okay. All of these lawless, reckless, unpatriotic white folks who think they can get away with crime. Oh, let me let me rephrase. All of these lawless, reckless, unpatriotic, crack-ass crackers who think they can get away with crime just because they are white are absolutely, positively the niggas you thought black people would be. All right? You need to over-police them the way you over-police black and brown people, okay? Black and brown people are not out here talking about hanging vice presidents. Black and brown people just fighting for our right to vote. Y'all out here fighting to overthrow elections, okay? We are not the same. All right. And please, America, don't turn a blind eye to any of this. And when I say America, uh, I mean good white people. All right. GWPs, good white people have to draw a line in the sand against these crack ass crackers because these are beds that you made. All right. And you cannot lie in the beds with these people. All right. You cannot call yourself a good white person if you don't use your privilege to combat that type of prejudice. And if you do turn a blind eye. All right. To them crack ass crackers. Just remember that privilege is when you think something is not a problem because it's not a problem to you personally. Please give Jennifer Lee Ryan of Frisco, Texas, the biggest he are. Matter of fact, let Kathy Griffin get some of that. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest he are. Does Chelsea Handler, does she want to chime in, maybe? Hee-haw, hee-haw. That is way too much Dan Mayonnaise. What about my OG Chris Rock? Chris Rock, got anything to say? Cracker-ass cracker! Okay, just, just want everybody to be heard this morning. That's all. All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. All right, now when we come back, we just played a clip of Kanye talking about John Legend and Big Sean. This is off Shout to Nori, Nori's podcast. Drink Champs! Drink Champs with DJ EFN. And this is what he said. Can we play a clip of it right fast? When I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. The worst thing I've ever done was sign Big Sean. Man, I know this man mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've changed this man's family. And both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at their boy that actually changed their life. And that's some sellout and I don't rock with neither of them. And they, and I need I need my apologies. You can't say the worst thing you ever did was sign Big Sean when you owe Big Sean money. You made a lot of money off of Big Sean, money that you still owe him, which is something that I don't I don't know if it came up in the Drink Champs interview. Remember Big Sean was mm-hmm. saying that, mm-hmm. you know, Ye owed him some money? And Big Sean is um, not assigned to good music anymore either because he had posted mm-hmm. that his next album is... You know, he did it all himself. So. Yeah, neither is John Legend. But he still mm-hmm. owed money. Right. Right, but it, but Kanye still owes him money. And it feels like the issue is really over political beliefs, right? He believes that they got used by the Democrats. They didn't vote for him when he was running for president. But Kanye got used by the Republicans. So, I mean, and by the way, I, I can't say that John Legend and Big Sean got used by Democrats. Kanye really, really got used by the Republicans. Right, but but the question is, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Does, Kanye was in bed with the Republicans. Does Kanye have a point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meaning, you know, he feels like that was a bad decision because he feels like they didn't hold him down as a friend, as somebody who changed their life. Let me think about it. 800 I need to know exactly what they said about him that was so bad, though. Got to think about it. Got to okay. think about this whole situation before I mm-hmm. comment on it. Okay. Because there's a lot of nuance to it. It's not as, it's not as cut and dry. As right. But if, if that's that was his friend, he changed their life, he signed him, he got him out of a place where they wouldn't be, changed their whole life, made him a, both of them a huge star. It's a lot to it, though. And he feels like, hey, this was that. Because remember, you don't have to say anything. You can say no comment mm-hmm. when somebody asks you a question. But, but it also have... depends on what the person is doing, right? If the person is doing something that's possibly detrimental to 
the, the our people as a whole, mm-hmm. you know, especially when it comes to politics, maybe you you probably would push back. You may not push back against that person, but you push back against the ideas that person is. And I also feel spewing. like if it wasn't Kanye, they could have came out a whole lot stronger because a lot of times, like when John Legend addressed it, he still was respectful about it. All right, well, let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Shout to Nori and DJ EFN. Of course, their podcast, Drink Champs. They had Kanye on on uh, yesterday's episode, and this is some of the things that he was saying. When I die... <laughs> On my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. The worst thing I've ever done was sign Big Sean. Man, I know this man mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've changed this man's family. And both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at their boy that actually changed their life. And that's some sellout and I don't rock with neither of them. And they, and I need I need my apologies. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what are your thoughts? Well, we'll start with you, Yee. What, what do you think? I don't think that them disagreeing with him politically and not supporting him as running for president is a reason to say that they were the biggest mistakes that you ever made. I just don't get it. Like, you know, he does owe Big Sean money, and big, and we've heard about that. And John Legend does have strong political beliefs. And so, you know, maybe they felt like the rhetoric when it came to politics that Kanye had was harmful and they wanted to express themselves. But I do feel like and they did it respectfully. They never called him a clown, went in on him or anything. No, so. I think they might. I think John Legend might have called him close to a clown. Mm-hmm. Well, we have what John Legend said in one of his interviews. Let's listen. And I think uh, Kanye was a publicity stunt. And uh, I'm pretty disappointed with Kanye that he says he would have voted for Trump. Do you think that he had another stuff in his mind? Whatever's in his mind, I disagree with him. I mean, listen, all I know is I, I, I agree for the most part. You can't say the worst thing you ever did was sign Big Sean when you owe Big Sean money. You, all right? you made a lot of money off Big Sean, money that you still owe him. So if that was such a mistake, pay that man back what you owe. That's number one. Number two, it just depends, man. You aren't indebted to a person forever, and it depends where you're at in your relationship with that person. Are y'all still friends? Do y'all still talk on the regular? It also depends on what we are discussing. A matter of politics you and uh, another person have a difference in politics should not warrant all that, you know, from Kanye. And Kanye is in no position to call someone a sellout for who they stood with politically when we saw Kanye busting it open for Trump in the, Trump sure, in the Oval Office. And I'm sure both Big Sean and John Legend have made Kanye money. So just said it's that. a mutual relationship. Yeah, in my opinion, not, but I just said that. Though. In my opinion, this it has nothing to do with the money. I don't think Kanye cares about how much money he made. Kanye is a billionaire, and I think it has to do with how he looks at somebody that's in his life. For instance, uh, I always talk about my relationship with Clue. Clue is, is somebody who put me into the game. I don't speak to Clue every day, but I'll never go against Clue, even if he says something that I don't necessarily agree with. I'll check him first. And if if he says something I could, I don't agree with, I can disagree, but not putting him down. I don't have to call Clue a narcissist. I don't have to call yeah. him a clown. I mean, in, in this room here, there's, there's times where, where we don't get along, 
and you know it, it's been public and it's to the point i've never said f charlemagne or f ye that's just how i feel that's how i was raised has people, kanye people, ever said anything about jay-z pe- that was negative yes he said things about jay-z so that was negative and jay-z has never said has anything he? uh i think so he was mad when jay didn't come to his wedding and I don't know what he said. But yeah, but I mean, that was that was him having his feelings hurt. Right. He didn't say he didn't call Jay out his name mm-hmm. or call Jay no. a sucker or no. say he regrets signing but, with Jay. But Jay didn't say anything disrespectful or negative against him, did he? No, so I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, that, I, went that Jay that Jay has done. Jay's never said. Yeah, anything but what I'm talking about if Kanye's upset about that, right? Does he do the same thing? What do you mean? Like, has he ever said negative things publicly about Jay? About Jay Z? No, not that I've heard. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I've heard him. And he, he was he's been it. disappointed. Yeah, and he, but he I've never heard him. Songs, Big Brother, and he played it for Jay before yeah, he put it out. Yeah, I've never heard him talk like that, you know, like he did towards Big Sean. But, you know, once again, a matter of politics should not cause that type of issue. Like, you shouldn't, you know, throw Kanye under the bus for who he rides with politically, and Ye sh- shouldn't be doing that to Sean them for who they ride with me politically. I agree. And I've never heard Big Sean say nothing about Ye other than Ye owe him money. I mean, so. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yes, sir. What's going on, CJ? This is, uh, my name is Johnny. I'm calling from the Berg, Pittsburgh. How you doing today? What's up, brother? What's your thoughts? Man, I'm just saying, like, with Kanye West, unless you're someone that's, like, really f- with this dude, like, he's got no filter. I'm just saying, like, the that's not true. Series that comes up, something that comes out of his mouth, like, how can you honestly take it, like, serious, like, talking about what he's talking about? I just... I just feel like his mindset is so blown out of proportion that, like, I don't know. It, it's just something that I, I can't take serious when he talks. Yeah, and, and that, you're absolutely wrong when you're saying unless you're somebody close to him. That's not true. He's throwing his wife under the bus, bro. He will post your messages <laughs> like, that you sent him. And he's throwing his wife under the so, bus. So, so but, you can't you can't um, say that. You can't say that unless when you're if, unless you're somebody who's really close to him. That's not true. Hello, who's this? It's Joe, man. Joe, what's up, bro? What are your thoughts, man? Man, listen, it's one thing. To lose your mind and have a, a rally in the bunker, but when you go to the White House and basically screaming to Donald Trump, calling him daddy, I mean, how do you, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, That's what I'm you, saying. Ye went to the Oval Office and busted it open for Trump, so he he is in no position I mean, in there, so awesome. to call, call somebody a sellout. I love you. Mm-hmm. You make me like, feel you, like Superman. <laughs> like, 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 come on, man. Like, how do you, come on. Like, this, like, this, this supposed to be a dude that, this supposed to be the dude that hired you. And he, he's like on the run for a billionaire. And, and you were in there crying at Donald Trump. Like, yeah, yeah, Kanye has a level of delusion and a lack of self-awareness to his to his own BS. I mean, that's just the truth, though. He definitely busted open for Donald Trump. Yeah, right? I mean, come on, bro. He hugged him and said, yo, you make me feel like Superman. So you're not in no position to call somebody a sellout. Uh, he even said something about me and Joe Biden. I've only talked to Joe Biden one time on that Zoom, but it's just... He's God bless Kanye. You got to send him healing energy, man. All right. Well, 800 585 1051. We're asking your thoughts. Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I like it. I like it. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800 585 1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we've been playing clips all morning off of uh, 
D, I was going to say DJ Nori. Nori and DJ EFN's <laughs> podcast, Drink Champs. Drink Champs. You can go listen to Drink Champs right now on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. They always are a phenomenal podcast, but this week is a doozy. That's right. They it's had a Kanye doozy. on there, and Kanye was talking about John Legend and Big Sean, and this is what he said. When I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. The worst thing I've ever done was sign Big Sean. Man, I know this man mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've changed this man's family. And both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at they boy that actually changed their life. And that's some sellout shit. And I don't rock with neither of them. And, they, and I, need, I need my apologies. So we're asking, what is your opinion on that? Hello, who's this? Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing I'll good, be, man. I agree with you with DJ MV. Because Lotus is supposed to stick with Kanye no matter what. <laughs> now, I, I don't believe no, no, I, 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 I don't believe you stick with Kanye no matter what. I just feel like you just don't go against somebody publicly if that's your friend. You can check them in, in, in on their person. And if somebody it's asks you, yeah. in my opinion, you can say no comment. Or, you know what, I'm just not going to answer that. That's all you have to say, but, in my but, opinion. But, that's what I would do when it comes to my friend. But also, too, though, uh, just because somebody does something good for you doesn't mean that they're good for you. That's why I said earlier it's nuanced to it because we don't know if these people are still friends. We don't know if these people talk every day. We just don't know. Right. I don't know what their relationship is for them to feel so comfortable speaking out against each other. But once again, I've never seen Big Sean speak out against Kanye other than saying Kanye owes him money. Me neither. I haven't seen okay. it, but like I said, I, I don't know, but just... And John Legend is just a difference in politics. John Legend did call him a narcissist, you know, and stuff like that, but, you know. Yes, I agree, I agree with all of y'all. But um, it's just a lot, it's a lot of stuff going on, and I, I, I agree with DJ Andrew. Okay. I really do. Thank you, bro. And like I said, it has nothing to do with money. I, I think he a lot of people are looking at money. I don't think he has cares about the money. I think he cares about the loyalty. You know what I mean? That's that's the thing I think with Ye thing. Oh, no. The only reason I'm bringing up money is because he said the worst thing he ever did was sign Big Sean. I think he feels that because of the loyalty. Well, guess what? Not if the worst thing made. you ever did was sign me and I made you all this money and you owe me money, give, my money back. give me my money back then. Since you that money that you must regret that money you made off me too then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me that bread like back. There's so many things that I'm sure he could say of experiences that he hasn't. So... I don't know if you want people to take the gloves off. What you mean, Big Sean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously he wants him to take the gloves off. He's I, he's talking from. Oh, uh, when he go do that drink, when he go do that episode of Drink Champs, and he get drunk, he gonna definitely be in there with no rub on. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is uh, Ivan from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Ivan. Good morning. Hey, Ivan. Hey, good morning, y'all. Good morning, uh, morning crew. Good morning. We're at the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, Thank you. Hey, you know, I was uh, following up on that uh, whole Kanye conversation and. I think on one hand, it felt like him, you know, running for office with an afterthought. But I think the other side of it was for people of color, it would have been better if he would have been an independent. And I think the argument here is, you know, people having their opinion about him, you know, having secret meetings with Trump and then. They you weren't know, secret. He, well, he was busting it open. He, he was busting it open in the Oval Office. He was running around with Jared Kushner. Kim and them do business with Jared Kushner and Van Jones in order to get people home from jail, prison. Like it's not a secret. He literally said Donald Trump makes me feel like Superman, bro. He was running around with the MAGA hat. It's not a secret. You're, you're right. It, it wasn't a secret, but you know, I, I think for the particular situation, you know, maybe he should have been an independent, but. If you're really helping people out and you're extenuating their life, you know, sometimes you just have to be humble. And if you're doing something that people don't see as positive, 
you know, you got to accept that criticism and keep it moving. Okay. I agree. I mean, politics is tricky, right? That's why I say it's three things you should never debate with somebody about. Politics, religion, and who's the greatest rapper of all time, Biggie or Tupac. Those three right. conversations always get you in trouble. What's the moral of the story? I don't know if there is a moral because, you know, it's a lot of nuance to this that we don't know about. Like the same way, you know, Kanye was saying, you know, Drake be saying certain records about him in certain lines and he knows about him. Like they all got inside information on each other that we don't know about. So Kanye might have a very valid reason other than we know of saying that about Big Sean and John Legend. All we know is what we see on the surface. So who knows? All right. Now, um, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we are going to talk about new music. Today is Friday, and Summer Walker's album, I saw some people already responding to some of these songs. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, we didn't even get a chance to finish talking about Kanye on Drink Champs. This was like two and a half hours, this interview that came out last night. I believe they played it also at 10 o'clock last night. So mm-hmm. On Revolt. Yep. On Revolt, yep. And so here's some more things that were said. He did address Charlemagne, who loves him, but also did interview Joe Biden. Like Charlemagne loved me. But he had to, you know, put Biden on the thing. And yeah, think about this happened when Biden, remember he said, Charlemagne, if you didn't vote for me, then you're not you're black. Not black. You're not well, black. yeah, that showed you, that showed you how comfortable he was and how much they talked before that. And you know what must have happened afterwards? They got in the room like, y'all the <laughs> 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 I ain't supposed to be showing that y'all like that, that y'all like that, John Legend, Sean. This is some 1984, bro. This is mind control. Yeah, if you do have love for Kanye, you gotta love him from a distance because of that type of delusion and lack of self-awareness to his own BS. Like Kanye West cannot talk about anyone being close to any political figure when we watched him busted open for Trump in the over office, over office. All right. Kanye was popping it on a handstand for Trump. All right. And by the way, that's the one and only time I've ever spoken to Joe Biden in my life. But Kanye, like I said, he has zero room to talk. He was hugging Trump and calling Trump a father figure and said that that white man made him feel like Superman. Was he going to be Kanye's Secretary of Defense? That was never happening. But, you know, if you want to keep saying that and let people... If you want to flash back to when Kanye was in the Oval Office. You know, they tried to scare me to not wear this hat. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. Oh, I love you. But I don't want to take... I don't want to put you in that spot. (laughs) No, I'm I'm standing in that spot. I love this guy right here. Let me give this guy (laughs) a hug right here. And didn't he say you can't show people that you're so close to <laughs> a political figure? That's why you just got to send Kanye healing energy, man. Yeah, well. Because he's going to be apologizing. Everybody he talked about in this interview, he's going to be apologizing to. All yeah. right, including Just Blaze. Now, Just Blaze responded to some comments that Kanye made on Drink Champs. Swiss Beats or Just Blaze? Well, Swiss Beats definitely because Just Blaze is a copycat. You know, he get credit for the blueprint, and I did the first half of the blueprint, and he just copied my half. Highly. And got, dude, I mean, look. Look where I'm at today. Look where he at today. I'm not going to lie, that's the most egregious thing he said in that interview to me. <laughs> that is, okay. I, I highly disagree. Can we be honest? All the records that Just Blaze produced, he sounds nothing like Kanye. At Just Blaze has his own sound. Just Blaze don't sound like you nobody. Well, here's what PSA. Just Blaze had to say. 
He said, well, that was unfortunate. I'm only addressing this publicly because it was stated publicly. I'm not here for the mudslinging. I'm just a bit confused and disappointed. None of what was said tonight regarding me fits with any of our history or our previous interactions, particularly in light of very recent attempts to work together again. Through recent years, he has reached out to collaborate on various projects, including a much-rumored collaborative project that he was looking for me to handle a good amount of. It unfortunately never saw the light of day due to reasons unrelated to me. Most recently, a couple of months back, I woke up to a literal red alert from his people that he was looking for me for his last album in the 11th hour. We tried to pull something off, but it was way too last minute. And he said, regarding that one comment, respectfully, I'm happy for him and the fact that he has succeeded in the ways he wanted to, but not everyone wants to be where he is. Everyone's definition of personal success is a bit different. I'm quite happy where I am creatively with my family and my life in general. That's what I was going to say. Just because he has money doesn't mean he's happy. Just Blaze might be the happiest guy in the world. So Just Blaze is happy. And by the way, Just Blaze still has money. But also, too, Kanye West and Just Blaze were equally important to the classic that is the blueprint. You yes. don't get a blueprint without Just Blaze and Kanye West, and neither one of their sounds sound alike at all. So I, don't I don't know, know what where the hell that came from. Not I know. I know. Just Blaze was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, that was Just minding my no, business. That was the most egregious thing he said. That whole <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, what? I've heard Just Blaze copied, but I've never heard Just Blaze copy. No. No, All right, now let's discuss new music. Summer Walker's album, Still Over It, is out. Now, the song Bitter, which is narrated by Cardi B, evokes some responses from uh, from London on the Tracks children's mother, Ebony. She says that she likes the song Bitter, but she's not happy about Cardi B narrating it. She posted, Summer, I like the song. Y'all don't got to tag me no more. It's cool. Go stream that. It's the first song on the album, Bitter. Cardi B, on the other hand, you are lame. And so she wasn't happy about, I guess, Cardi narrating on the album. Listen to that song. I wanna start with your mama, she should've whooped you. Mm. Girl, you ain't, but she don't care cause you lit. Paying for trips, cars, bags. bags. And bought the crib, crib. But she never call you out. Cause she like the way that she live. All right, unfortunately that wasn't the song Bitter, but that was the song um, <laughs> Fourth Baby Mama where she addresses London on the track and his mother. Cardi narrated that song? No, that's a, that, unfortunately oh. that was not the song Bitter that I was talking about Oops. that was on oh, the Oh, I was confused. I was like, what? Oops. Yes. So now there's that was the song Fourth Baby Mama. So here's more from Fourth Baby Mama where she addresses being the fourth baby mama. Telling people that I'm your queen But all you mean is just a R&B I know you ain't care you always gone. How could you make me spend my whole pregnancy alone? Lord okay. have mercy. It's going to be a sad weekend in New York. It's I cold cannot too. wait. You mm-hmm. know, I was already listening to her album on my way into work this morning, but unfortunately, I only have a 15 minute, well, fortunately, I only have a 15 minute ride, so I don't get to hear everything, but you know, I got to hear um, Sierra's Prayer. She got a song called Toxic with Lil Dirk. That right there with Pharrell and the Neptunes. Screwing with Omarion. Unloyal with Ari Lennox. Constant BS. Okay, Switch it and we're out. Reciprocate. You don't know me. Ladies, don't be picking Throw it ar- away. Ladies. No love featuring SZA. Ladies, don't be picking arguments with your man all weekend just so you can get into an argument. And Broken throw on promises. All right. And I, I already know that's a good one. Don't be like that. <laughs> all right. Key Glock has a new album out. Yellow Tape 2 um, is out today. Also, Silk Sonic. Here's a snippet from their song, Smoking Out the Window. Smoking Out the Window. Spent 
<laughs> I have a good feeling about this Silk Sonic album. <laughs> All right. Also, Travis Scott has some new music out. Escape Plan. All right, and so a lot of new music out, as you know, because it is Friday, so enjoy. Drake put out a new video for Knife Talk featuring 21 Savage and Project Pat. Um, other new music, Post Malone featuring the NLE Choppa featuring Polo G, Jumpin', French verse, um, featuring Fabio Foreign, Panicking. So a lot of new music on this Friday. All right, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, when we come back, of course, we got the People's Choice Mix. We throw it back on a Friday. So let me know what you want to hear. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Now, Charlamagne, you know what? Me and millions of other people have been watching TikTok lately. Entrepreneurship videos, people talking about starting their own businesses, giving tips. I love seeing people promote generational wealth and pouring into their community. That's right. From hilarious to the serious, you have to see it. TikTok. Me, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Ricky Velez for joining us this morning, comedian. My guy, Ricky Velez, man. Make sure you check out his HBO comedy special, his everything. All right, it's uh, screaming now on HBO Max, I believe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Salute to my guy, Ricky, man. I've known Ricky since he was 16. I actually met uh, him and Pete. Well, no, I, I met Pete first because Pete was on MTV2's Guy Code. And then, you know, I met Ricky because that was his guy. And they still super tight to this day. We all still super tight, man. And my partner's right there. All right. Well, and don't forget my car show goes down 12-12 in, in uh, Miami. So December 12th, Celebrity Cars, Your Drive Your Dreams Cars Show, Exotic Cars, Amusement Rides, Carnival Games for the Kids. It's going to be a lot of fun. Next week, I announce all the Celebrity Cars I will be having. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I got a lot of Celebrity Cars. I think this is going to be the biggest one with uh, the amount of Celebrity Cars that I will have. So it's going to be a lot of cool, a lot of uh, OGs and a lot of new artists. It's going to be a lot of everything. So I can't wait to tell you guys, announce it next week and some uh, NBA players as well. So get your tickets if you haven't got your tickets already. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, later on today, I'm going to be swinging by Angela Yee's uh, coffee shop. Yes, so that's nice to hear because my coffee shop did just open. Now, just to put it out there, we're only open until next week from 8 to 2. It's kind of a soft opening. Oh, I got to get there before 2. But I don't drink coffee, so what would you give me? Um, we do have an amazing... I don't drink hot coffee, I should say. You can have iced coffee, by the way. But we also have amazing tea experiences, obviously pressed juices, water, and there's a full um, menu. Right. And I want to highly recommend we have all these different um, vegetarian and vegan patties that are amazing. You will love them. I had one yesterday. It was like, um, what was it? It was squash, butternut squash and yams. Mm -hmm. Delicious. And they have all different ones. There's a Beyond Meat one with cheese with a cashew cheese and all of that. These different patties that you can have. There's one with all greens inside. They are so good. That's what I'm going to go get today. But well, you can make me an iced coffee. I don't know what it, what it is. I don't know how it tastes. But you can I get you it. an iced mocha. You'll like that. Whatever that means. Let's do it. All right. And now tonight's Charlemagne show. Yeah, the God's Honest Truth, man. New episode tonight at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. Uh, tonight, tonight we're discussing a lot of stuff, but, you know, the main theme is just simply like, you know, all of these new types of relationships that are out here in these streets. You know, you got people in the polygamy and uh, 
what's it, poly, poly, Polynesian sauce? What is it, polyamory? I like Polynesian sauce. Polyamory. You know, you got people into all types of poly, man. So we have uh, Shan Boudram. She is a sex expert. And we have uh, Reverend Dr. Michael Eric Dyson on uh, to talk about all of that stuff. And Just Hilarious. Just Hilarious will be on beyond the night as well man so join us 10 p.m on comedy central the god's honest truth and scream it on paramount plus now the positive note is simply this you are a true success when you help others become successful breakfast club bitches y'all finished or y'all done